Welcome to the original Vegan Business Talk with myself, Shane Jeremy James, where I discuss life-changing business advice with vegan companies who are making a true difference in the world. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next episode. And today we have uh, Vanessa Sturman on with us, and she is the founder of Energize and Thrive Plant-Based. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. You are so welcome. So tell us a little bit about you. Uh, how did you kind of get started the Cliff Notes and, and what are you doing today? Yeah, um, so I'm a plant-based health coach and the way this came about is um, I started learning about health about 20 years ago. So I'm, I'm uh, 35 now and I did health very badly when I was 15, you know, yo-yo diet, run a lot, starve yourself, all of that kind of stuff. And went on a real health journey to say, okay, what do we need to be full? What does balanced meals look like? How do I get more fruits and vegetables into my diet? How do I prepare food so that I'm energized? Uh, and I learned, you know, a lot of this is not taught to us in school. So I kind of was going through that journey. And then you know, I was always, always an animal lover, animal lover. And, um, you know, I used to get challenged on that. But I was like, hey, you know, I was a big meat eater. I was a big meat eater, even though I had more plants in my diet. And about eight years ago, I went to India and learned I could be full of lentils. Um, having thought I'm never going to be full when, you know, if I eat vegetarian, I didn't really understand why anyone would be vegan. I was like, I don't get it. I get why you wouldn't eat animals, but I don't get why you wouldn't eat eggs and dairy. It doesn't really make sense. Right. Um, came back from India, decided oh, I better, I better Google this, better figure it out. Cause like, I quite like this whole lentil thing. And I can't even tell you what I put into Google, but my whole life <laughs> turned around and I discovered all this, all this, you know, stuff that was happening in terms of animal cruelty. That was my initial understanding of it. Um, so I was like, right, okay, I took about three months, right, I'm going completely vegan. And what I also realized was, hey, like people aren't gonna eat this food unless they understand how to do it. Or people aren't gonna eat this vegan food if it tastes bad or it doesn't fill them up or it's bland. So I, right. I was working in the corporate world, but I started a recipe website um which i ran i've only i left that business uh, earlier this year and it was a friend of a friend of mine and i um ran this website producing the most gorgeous dishes you know we got featured on you know in certain magazines and veganuary with all these you know whether it's vegan crab cakes um you know brownies amazing curries tofu paneer all of these sorts of things because we were like hey people have people are going to want to have the good food let's go on that and then I learned people needed more help, not just with, right, how do we do plant-based, but how do we eat in a way that's filling? How do we get this protein really well into our diet so that we can effortlessly maintain a healthy weight where we're not fighting our bodies and have a good relationship with food while eating the foods we love? Whether you want to be fully plant-based or not, I have a lot of clients who do not want to go fully plant-based, but they are happy to kind of go 90% and eat in a way that's truly good for them, as well as better for the environment and the animals. Right. So that's oh, a long-winded answer. <laughs> no, that's amazing. I love the back. I love everybody's backstories to see how they got to where they got. Because honestly, in this industry, there's so many stories of how people have decided to go this route in many different ways. And so, 
No, after, you know, I think we've done, you know, 80 podcasts in the last four months or three and a half months. And so I've had 80 different stories of how people went in different directions and why. So it's been very, uh, very awesome to see different areas. So how, how long has you, have you been in the business now, running the business? So the, the coaching business, about three years. Um, and that's that's the business that, you know, gets people great energy, gets rid of fatigue, get you a healthy weight and get rid of your bloating with amazing plant-based food. Um, but my the recipe website I'd had for like five years so right. um and, and that was a was that a re revenue generating website or was that a, a passion website or was that a positioning website or was it just it's out there and I'll enjoy this yeah do you know what a bit of a bit of all of it um <laughs> right. so like we started off um you know my friend already had this blog there is a lot to recipe blogging. I mean, in the same way, you must you must know, like, there's a lot more to podcasts than just having a chat. Yeah, don't and, worry. And, and, and sometimes you go in and you're like, yeah, like, we're going to create recipes and it's going to be great. And then you're like, oh, like, we spend more time at our computers and not the kitchen. You know, there's all these, these oh, you know, rules and adverts and rewriting. And, you know, it's, it's a lot. Um, and yes, there was some revenue, but the biggest reason I, I left was that it wasn't my dream and right. I was not enjoying myself enough. And so my, my business partner loved all of that stuff. I loved, you know, doing talks, coaching people, get, you know, right. I was on TV recently, like, I love that stuff. And I was like, Hey, I'm just sitting behind a computer figuring out ingredient conversions. Like this is, this, this is not fun for me um and it's not also giving the best of me so you know I kind of have two divisions in my mission in the sense yeah I want to be happy and free but it's also like I want to have the biggest impact for people planet and animals and I'm not having the biggest impact right now of where my skills lie um and I'm not feeling very happy so um it was a great positioning as well and I loved making those recipes and I still point people to those recipes and it's it's great for my reputation and it gave me a real string to my bow in terms of when I work with people one of the reasons they like working with me is that I'm like right we're gonna eat the tastiest food the best flavors um you know cooking class is a part of my corporate offering as well um and people get recordings of my uh cooking classes as, as you know part of the package they get with me because I teach them how to cook really good food, as well as, you know, the real kind of overhaul of, of what they're eating and incremental changes that they might get, um, actually understanding how to eat the tastiest food with different textures, different flavorings is really important, not just for your health, but just for your enjoyment. Awesome. So what do you think has been one of the biggest challenges for your business? Uh, so I think when you go into business um you're like I'm really passionate about this thing I'm really passionate about health plant-based food helping people yay I'm really good at what I do and I am really good at what I do I'm right. I, I can tell you confidently I am so good at what I do and the reason I went into this is because I was good at what I did mm. but you also have to know how to run a business <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you don't get that like your service just when you come in does not fly off the shelves and you're like hold on what's happening like oh I have to market oh okay I gotta do marketing I gotta do sales I gotta and it's all of that stuff that's in a 
business. Oh, and you know, and all the finance stuff, and I got to sort out all this and that. And you're like, hey, no one told me about that. <laughs> and I think um, learning those really new things because you got like the stuff you're really good at, which is why people want you in your service. And then you're like, well, I I didn't learn business in school. I have never done a business course. Um, and it's a lot of that that's new and has, has been really fun and a really steep learning curve. Um, but that was probably one of the biggest challenges I had because I just also did not fully anticipate it, that you can mm. be so good at what you do. But if you are not good at describing what you do, it's not going to work. Yeah, I love you said that because I see that, um, you know, such around the board with so many uh, entrepreneurs and especially that I deal with so many that, uh, you know, they come in and they want to be the chef or the food truck or they want to do, do the clothes. And and I always look and I say, tell me how you're operating the business. Tell me your processes and systems. Let me see your strategies. Let me see what you're really thinking. And so, you know, let's face it, a lot of times they're like, what? Like I got like a little bit. Right. And so I said, look, you really want to win at this. Your focus is to become the best operator of your business, period. And it's going to take time because you're going to have to learn a lot of different skills. And that's why business is so hard. You're just not the chef anymore. You, you literally have to become yeah. a lot of different things to make it in the business. Yeah. And there's little things that you have to learn, you know, like a lot of people I've taught in business how to leverage. They have no idea how to leverage and it's the fastest way to scale a business, right? They, they're like, what are you talking about leverage, right, Jane? You know what I mean, right? And I'm like, and I can I can pick out on people right away where they can leverage things in their business. But mm. sometimes they just can't see that, you know, they can't grasp that. I've been just a, you know, natural, been able to always do that. But I've also been doing business since I was 23 years old, right? So for me, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, it you know, I think a lot comes with the experience. You can only read so yes. many books. As you do the experience, you start to figure out a lot more, to be honest, just being in it yes. like you're doing. Yes, I, I completely agree with you. There's, you know, you can read a book on anything, whether that's business, diet, health, like, you know, unless, there's no point in reading a load of books, but never been, you know, saying, oh, I know loads about business, but you can't actually get money into the bank account. And it's, it's sometimes the awkward bit for businesses, I think, where especially if it is something you're very passionate about, you're trying to save the planet, the people, the animals. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, if you're going to do this full time, though, unless you've got a big trust fund, like people are going to pay you. <laughs> and I think sometimes, you know, I think even worse for people who've got an ethical standpoint, they probably have to get over more. It's like, uh, actually, what am I worth? You know, like, what is my fee? And actually, like, you know, it's like, if you can't eat because you're not being paid, like, it's not a proper business. Um, and I think we need to get over that. And yeah, you're right. It is all learning by doing. You're like, oh, I'll quickly do that thing. That's the most dangerous words ever when you're like the amount of technical problems that comes with things. Even just setting up my first lead magnet, I was I didn't really get this. I got a bit of help, which was brilliant. I very much believe in paying people to help you do something quicker and with their knowledge. I have yeah. no idea how many different things I would have to link up. I just, I just did not know until I did it. I was like, yeah. oh, how hard can this be? I've, I've got so many people's lead magnets in my inbox. Can't be that hard. 
it's a longer process than I thought and I only learned that by going and doing it and being like oh, okay like now I could do it quicker but until I did it I, I had no idea it's true and, and a lot of times too you know even you know with the lead magnets and stuff and you know I'm friends with some of the guys that have those big companies and stuff like that and you know I built out some pretty big back ends with all that stuff but honestly even when it comes to that stuff people don't understand I'm like I look at somebody and I'm like but the whole strategy is not right. Like the strategy of where you're going is not right. Like the man maneuvers you're not making, right? There's a different way to do this. And I think a lot of people uh, don't look at that enough. And you always hear like strategy and business, but yeah. you know, that's all, that's all you have in the end. You know, like every move we make, we create strategy. Then we create big sheets that have how we overcome every problem and challenge to get to that thing. And if we can't figure out how to overcome every problem and challenge, we don't do it. And a lot of times when we create a strategy, whether it's a podcast, all different things, and we go through that, we look, a lot of times we kiwash stuff because we look and we're like, okay, that we don't have the manpower. That's going to cost too much money. That's going to take too much time. We don't have the positioning in the market yet. We, so as we go through that, we're able to actually yeah. then create great strategy. And, you know, small business owners just don't think like that. And so they just kind of struggle and putter along and putter along and putter along and putter along. Um, and, you know, business is a high level skill set. As much as people listening hate when I say that because they're yeah. like, oh, shit. I got to like learn more. Right. But it's just the truth. It really is a high level skill set, you know, and it's, it's not just like, Hey, let's become a coach and let's, or become a chef or let's open this. You know what I mean? Right. It's like yeah. many different components, which you've learned. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And I, I say to some people like, you know, unless you are really passionate about the thing, maybe don't start a business because yeah, what pulls you through those crazy days and crazy nights is like, this is really close to my heart. This is what I want. Otherwise go, go work for someone else still doing something that you're kind of passionate about a bit, but you know, that's sometimes the kind of reward you get with the hard bits of businesses. You're like, wow, I'm having an impact. I'm doing what I want to do because yeah, like I don't spend every minute of every day coaching or every minute yeah. of every day on TV or anything like that. Like, yeah, you'll sort of got this to-do list of like, oh, I need to get back to all these people or I need to book in these meetings yeah. or I need to do my finance. And, you know, it's not what everyone, or I'm dealing with technical issues. Like, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, it's, it's true. You know, I mean, yeah, if I could just sit here and do 30 podcasts a day and do nothing else in the business, I'd be more than happy <laughs> yeah. to do that. <laughs> and it yeah. would just grow. I mean, that'd be great, right? But that ain't yeah. it, it, it doesn't really work that way. And and you're right. Yeah. I, you know, it's a good thing to bring up about, you know, sometimes business is not for everybody. And you know, when yeah. people get around me, you know, my my right hand people, you know, they make good money, you know, and they say straight out, you know, once I got in and really seen the workings of what you have to do, yeah, I wouldn't want to do it. Like I would rather be number two and three in your business, right? Yeah. Than to do what you have to do. I just don't have that four o'clock in the morning to eleven o'clock at night. A lot of times where you have to bang stuff out to do. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. Right? So yeah. Totally. So, so tell us um, a little more about uh, you know with your with your your what do you 
think here I got a question actually for I'm going to take it a little bit different direction. What do you think yeah. your best skill set is in business and what do you think your weakest skill set in, in business is? Um my best skill set in business both in sales and delivery um I think is connecting with people. Right. Um you know whether that is I find that a lot of the best stuff that comes towards me is, you know, when I go to an event or I go and do a talk and people actually experience me, hear me, feel understood by me um, of like the struggles they might be going through when it comes to food um, or making changes or sort of simplifying and demystifying things, whether that's demystifying what actually causes type 2 diabetes or, you know, what actually gut health means, for example, and, you know, kind of connecting with people on just that level, not this like science, science level where people feel quite excluded. Um, so I'd say that's my top, um, my top one. Um, weakness. How long have you got? That's actually a good answer back because that means you're highly self-aware and that's how you grow to find your weaknesses and keep working on them. Yeah, I I think I mean there's there's I would say there's lots. Um, one of them is probably like, you know, overestimating how much you can do sometimes, and right. you know I've had to sometimes pull back and say right, you know, like you've got to have some time off or you're not going to be a full cup. Um, or just just taking on too many things and di you know and it can dilute everything else. Um, yeah. and I think also the sort of stepping back uh, sometimes because there's so many things to do. And actually, you know, this great phrase, which is um, not that I want to chop a tree down, but if I, if I had to chop a massive tree down and I had eight hours, I would spend seven hours sharpening my axe. And I get very aware where I'm like, Vanessa, you've gone through your day and you didn't really sharpen that axe, did you? You know, you mm -hmm. didn't take a bit of time out for yourself. You didn't step back and look at that better. You didn't say, let's just put that thing aside and maybe ask your contact what they think of it. You were just like right. straight in and didn't quite get the result you wanted. Um, and so I think that like, you know, spending a bit more time sharpening the axe, really important. Um, and as I get more to the stage where I need to let go of some things in my business, bring in more people in, you know, that's, something you know that's that's hard to do because you're you're worried about the quality and you want the the kind of you want your business to do well and you want to serve people well but you know just kind of learning to um to let that process happen as well yeah i mean the, the both of those are actually super good and really good tips for everybody watching right my advice is as we grow and as i've grown lots of different businesses the quality is always dropped in different places. As I bring in more people, we I just figure out how to pick it up and, you know, and, and, and correct it and correct it with everybody else and, and see, because it's just a part of the growth of a, of a business, you know, you're, you're trying to yeah. keep it strong, but it's just, that just, that just happens, you know, and, and, you know, like a great example for us is a guy just sent me, I seen an email come through with our whole team and he's like, Oh, I, I was rescheduling the podcast twice because of a certain reason. And I asked some questions, but no one got back to me I'm like, huh, that's not like us. Usually what happened. So I like sent a message. I'm like, what happened here? Like, where did this get caught in? Like, where did this slip through? Right. And so that to me is quality, 
you know, right there. And they yeah. know I'm all about, I'm all about like attention to detail hugely in my business. So, um, you know, so I love that, you know, because I think it's something that we do try and control too much, but it's got to just be a part of, you know, the growth of a business yeah. that's going to happen. And then the first thing you said was great too, because it's almost kind of like, I think a lot of people, small business owners do that. And it almost goes back to what I said about stepping back, figuring out the, all the problems and challenges first yeah. and then moving. Because once you, I promise you, once you do that, you look at things completely different. Like you look at, and you're like, okay, we're going to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Then you start going through all the challenges and strat obstacles. And you're like, okay, maybe we won't do the podcast, right? Or maybe we will, <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> so, yeah. um, and I think, you know, I'll give a tip to everybody there. What you just said, there is usually only three to four things in your business that will actually move it the most by the end of 2023 and every year, only usually three things, right? And that's staying what you said of focused, finding those things and staying in that, in that, in that. And I see that, you know, I've even helped people set up their three things and then they start moving over here. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? My team always laughs because they always hear me say this to people. Why are you making that decision? Mm -hmm. right? I, right? Because to me, it's like, I would never make that decision. And then they start talking it through. And then often they go, yeah, why am I making this decision? Right? As they talk it through more, right? So I yeah. love those two things because there are two of, I think for a lot of business people, two of the hardest things, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think we also, there's a lot of noise, especially when you get into business. There are so many ads. There's so many people contacting you, wanting to coach you. There's so many people who are like, I can get you a hundred minutes a week and you can earn 10K a month immediately. And, you know, all of this stuff is coming. Then you're like, oh, oh, should I be doing that thing? That thing? <laughs> yeah, right. There's so much noise. And also like you want to learn from other people. And I don't know if you found this when you started a business, but when you start a business, everyone becomes a business expert and tells you what you should be doing in your business. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it means that you're just like, you have to stay, you have to listen and be open-minded and be curious because that's how you get places. And I love having discussions with people about my business, especially people who are actually in business and can give real advice. But in the end, like you can't do everything. And one of my mentors, he always says, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. And mm, I repeat yeah. that in my head a lot when, especially when people are like, well, why are you not doing that with your services? Why are you not doing that? And I'm like, well, I could do it, but I also have to market it and do all the things that go with it. And I may not want to do it. Um, and it's just remembering that, that we can do anything, but if you try and do anything, you're going to do nothing properly. Um, it, so That's so <laughs> true. You know, I, I love that. I love that advice because we all have as CEOs, we all have decisions to make and all of us make different decisions. We might, you might have my business. I might have your business and I might make completely different decisions than you make. And so it's yeah. all the decisions that we decide to make that start to move everything. And, and, and I tell people I'm highly conscious. Every decision I make, I'm highly conscious. I step back. I look at why am I making this? I'm looking at every every decision I make. I'm very conscious of it. Yeah. Because if I'm not, if I'm not, holy crap, I don't know what would happen right now. I'd probably be just like, I don't know. But yeah, but that's a, you know, that's a great tip. And I always too, you know, when people are giving me advice, um, you know, I do a morning group call with some guys and, and pretty much, you know, <clears throat> I mean, I think, 
you know, they're pretty much, you know, mm -hmm. the, most people on that call are, there's nobody under probably 50 grand a month type of stuff. Right. right. But I always ask if someone's giving me advice, I'm like, you know, well, how, how much is your company making? How much are you making? Right. And if they're like, oh, I'm making five grand a month or 10 grand a month, I'm like, okay. I mean, you know, I'm like, I'll take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's so true. Cause I mean, every, everyone has something to offer. Um, but you know, I, I, I feel the same as well. And I think, you know, I could offer someone advice who's not doing as well as me, but could I offer someone amazing advice who's earning five times as much as me? Maybe not. I could probably offer them some really great health advice so that they could have the, the best energy and gut health to run that business even better. <laughs> that no, might be more where they need me than me telling exactly. them like how I think they should make money. Um, and I think it's good to recognize that, that, um, you know, I always remind people like you don't want to be the highest earner in the room and you don't want to be the most developed person in the room, because if you have other people in that room who are higher earners, further in life, more self-developed than you, then they are going to push you to go higher. So yes, you can give a lot when you're doing better than other people. It's a nice position to be in so you can give back, but you want to get in lots of rooms where other people are also helping to push you up. And it's having a balance between the two, the kind of giving back and then also having your horizon stretched by people doing better than you in that room because they can give you advice that it is probably going to be better than your own at the, at the time for a problem that you've never solved, but they have solved it 10 times over. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer. I have always had two different things. I've always had mentors, and I've always had coaches that were more successful than me on different things. And you know, and a lot of even my mentors, you know, when I started in business, when I wrote them all letters, and they wouldn't take my calls, and then I send their secretary flowers, and then she passes me through to them. Right? That's how I got with my closest friends. Some of them right now, my bill billionaire friends, my mentors. Wow my best friends that you know run hundred million dollar companies and since my business career 20 years ago i've sat on all their boards now i've ran their charities i've done so it developed into so many different things for me uh just through that and 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 uh you know i was a i stayed away it was interesting because a lot of people looked at my strategic moves now and they're like you you always stayed away more from going into rooms that were kind of the same level as you. You were always trying to get in. You were joining rotaries and you were joining these clubs where people like you were always just moving in that area. And I was like, yeah, it just made sense because I want to be where they want to be. So where would I be? Where like where, where do I want to put my time? Right? Where they yeah. are. Right? So yeah, that was some pretty critical stuff to be honest uh, in my business career to go to where I am today. To be honest, it really really is. At the time, I didn't realize it. But now I look back and I'm like, wow, like there was just so many things that happened now throughout that gave me the experience that I probably didn't even realize at the time. Yeah, so, yeah. I love that. And I, I think we you know what you're saying about, you know, putting effort as well to get into those circles and be around those people and that influence is, is worth that time as well. You know, um, that's where a lot of the magic happens in those kinds of connections. Yeah, you know, it's funny is because, of course, when you reach out, it's a numbers game and everyone doesn't get back to you and you write to certain people and you keep calling and stuff like that. And, you know, eventually some do because you keep persistent and stuff like that, which I which I did. And it's interesting because there's two that I recently um, just got in contact with because I saved my letters from 20 years ago and I sent two of them the letters from 20 years ago today and they both called me right away. 
Wow. So it was like, right, I sent these people letters, they didn't respond, and you resent them and were like, come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've tried I, for 20 I, years. Totally. Yeah. And I like, because I kept following up and stuff. And then the one person was just like, oh, I don't have the time right now and all this. And then I sent it now and stuff like that with a little thing of where I'm at and stuff. And they were, you know, it was just, it was one of those things that I have always played the long game and I still play the long game. I teach all my people. That's how we beat everybody. We keep playing the long game. You build those relationships, you build properly and you will win. It's just a matter of time because most people do not play the long game in business. They're very impatient and they just jump, like you said, thing to thing, person to yeah. person, this and that. <laughs> right. Well, I love what you're saying because one of the biggest lessons I've had this year um, was to have more patience and to just allow people to make their decisions, whether that's a sales thing you're doing or if you're working with a corporate, just, you know, yeah, they've got their processes, just let it happen. It's okay, keep building. And on the other side, I've had some really interesting experiences where people have tried to sell to me and the level of impatience has been so off-putting and, you know, even just saying like, look, can we just put this off another few months? Because I am interested. I've just got a lot going on. Can you just wait a bit? And the real kind of charging and pushing. And I'm just like, look, I'm now really put off and I wasn't. And if you could have just waited, I've had, I've waited for loads of people and gone, yeah, take your time. It's fine. And then they come back and they're more likely to, but if people, you know, there's a lot of issues with impatience. You can lose a lot by being impatient. And actually, if you're just building and building, then you see the fruits of three months ago. You see the fruits of a year ago. Uh, and once you start seeing that, you sort of go, hey, actually, yeah, this patience thing, like a seed doesn't become a plant or a tree in a day. You know, you got to give it a bit of time and a bit of nurture. But I think, you know, sometimes there's that instant gratification that we want and that's a reason i think people don't want to play that long game that's why that's why i love business because i always know we'll beat everybody in the end you know and there was only so many people then the end and now i want everybody to make it like i like humanity but i just know that we're just more patient and we just stay in there consistent and we do relationships properly Mm -hmm. we follow (laughs) properly we keep doing things properly and 60 percent of what 60 percent of business and even a customer's mind is how you do business. And that's what people don't understand. I tell my teams that all the time. It's not just our product or service. It is how we do business. And that will take us over the edge. And so, you know, it's such a crucial thing of, of uh, you know, in business of doing that, you know. And, it, you know, even for example, you know, we have a Compassion Kingdom thing where we go out and feed the homeless and raise jackets for them. And I've done compassion, these compassion stuff for years and years and years and years now. Um, But, you know, things come around even from that, you know, we've got, you know, now we just make calls to all the big corporations and they're like, yeah, we'll give you free food. We'll give you jackets. We'll give you this. We'll give you this. Oh, Shane, do you want to come and speak in our companies now? Do you want to do this? That's just from doing, you know, building and building and building, you know, and, so it's, I guess you could say that brand building, you know, the hardest thing to do yeah. to, is to build a brand, but it's the most important thing to do in the end is to build yeah. a brand. Yeah, I agree. And and it's how people remember you as well. There was another saying that someone said, which is your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. 100%. And, 
And I, I can't that. remember who said it, but it is, it's like, yeah, actually, like I can tell you, well, I do this and I do that and I get these results for people. But in the end, it's like, well, no, actually, how did everyone feel when you were there? Like how, in, you know, it depends how inspired everyone else was, not how inspiring you think you are. Um, yeah. It's nice if you think you're inspiring, but if other people are not actually inspired by you or didn't feel good or didn't feel you had integrity when you were doing business, then that's not your brand. Not um, at all. It has to be, unfortunately, even though we say, oh, don't, it doesn't matter what other people think. It's like, well, if you're a business and people are going to be buying your product and interacting with you, then, you know, what they think of you does matter in, in that sense. 100%. We have a, a motto in our company is our goal is to 100% to make everybody, including vendors, suppliers, everybody feel safe and trusted with us, period. Mm, That's it. I love that. Simple as that. You know, and I said to everybody around me, if you can do that, then business is never a problem, period. Will never, yeah. ever be a problem. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about your, uh, do you do B2B, B2C mostly? And tell me a little bit more about your your services and your and your products. Yeah, for a moment, quick, quick drink of yeah. water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... I do both B to B to C and B to B, but I started off um, just just with the consumer side of things. I mean, I started off with just one client that I found on Facebook, kind of thing. Because you've got to start somewhere, and I think that's important for everyone to remember. Like, you know, you see businesses doing certain things, you've got to really build from from the ground up. Um, but essentially, what I wanted to do was, I'm obviously very passionate about plant based food. Um, but I wanted to help people truly optimize their health in a way that is not intimidating, does not involve dieting, that is a way that is sustainable for the rest of their lives. Um, so no fads or anything like that. How to stay truly satisfied, work with your body, not against your body. You know, your body is something that's there to help you and be nourished, not constantly fighting this like, you know, oh, I might put on weight. Um, and I realized, you know, people needed real help with that. How do I put together balanced meals? How do I stay healthy when I'm traveling, but still enjoy myself and also having the most wonderful variety in the food that we're having. So I coach people on how to do that by carefully tweaking what they're eating. So it's very bespoke. So, um, it starts with very small changes of, you know, adding more fruits and vegetables. That sounds really basic. And I have a joke that you've paid me to tell you to eat more vegetables. Um, but it is actually very, a very important challenge to give people. But some of the key things I also educate people on is why we need variety for our gut what gut health really is, actually understanding that some of your cravings might be coming from poor gut health because bad gut bacteria, a lot of them feed off sugar and they can actually be, you know, making you want more sugar. So really, how do we get our body into a state that we can really trust our, our signals as well so that eating can become a much more smoother, enjoyable process, not something that we're afraid of. So I work with people like that and make sure they're eating the most incredible food. And like, that's one of the biggest um, smiles I get when people tell me how much they're loving their food, as well as being energized, healthy, losing weight easily, getting rid of inflammation, getting rid of prediabetes, uh, you know, getting clear skin, getting rid of acne. I used to have acne as well. I've got pictures of myself from 11 years ago where I look older and I'm covered in acne. Um, and people making changes they never believed they could have. So I have that on my my one-to-one -one side. Um, 
And then I've also started working with corporates and also, you know, speaking for places like Cambridge University, even running a cooking session for Michigan State University, and then going into various other corporates and charities talking about, you know, for example, how to get rid of cravings in the afternoon slump and increase your performance with amazing plant-based food without the need to go fully plant-based. Like what else should I be putting in my diet? What does balance actually mean? What changes can I make in terms of what I pick up at my local supermarket to make my gut health better? So I've got that kind of more overarching information that people at corporates get, as well as if people want to come and get coached by me at corporates, they can do that. Um, But that's the side of my business that's really growing is the corporate side, because a lot of people are not doing what I'm doing in corporates and are not giving people really practical information. So one corporate I worked with, they really liked what I did. They actually said, you know, we're sick of people coming in and talking about science. Like, we love that it was really practical. Like, okay, what am I actually going to go home and do? What am I actually going to keep in my locker at work? to keep me healthier and satisfied and energized and feel better about myself. And so it's that side of things that people are actually really craving or in need of, um, as opposed to learning about science and the exact vitamins that are in a blueberry, you know, that that it's not helpful. It's just overwhelming. Amazing. I like, I like that. So where do you want your last question? So where do you want your, where do you see your business? Where do you want it to be in the next two, three, five years what's your goal with your entire business yeah so um i want to do more more work to the masses through tv and radio um i was on sky news the other day um and also across the other bbc radios uh and i i love doing that you know i love being that spokesperson to inspire people to reduce the meat they're having to get more plants into their diet and it's so wonderful hearing you know so many people have contacted me after that saying I found that really inspiring and I'd like to learn a bit more about this or I'm realizing actually some of these health problems I've got like you know I, I need to sort my diet out it's, it's not you know something that is just innate to me and um, so I want to be doing more of that and more talks to big businesses uh, as well um, and yes, you know, my, my fees are going up, which is, which is great as I realize how much value I have. Um, it's great in terms of how that's just turning into a much more sustainable business, um, as well as keeping some one-to-one clients as well, because that's where like real change is made. Um, mm-hmm. so it's kind of those, those three areas, but I think as time goes on, it, you know, I'm, I'm also open cause I like having a plan and I like having a strategy, but, you know, for example, I didn't know eight years ago I was going to go vegan and plant-based. So, right. you know, that changed my life. You know, I, I was doing something completely different. Right. Um, that totally changed. Um, I didn't know I was going to meet someone who already had a recipe blog and then I'd end up doing that. So it's that kind of having a strategy and a plan, I think, and putting all that stuff in place and having, you know, your fantastic offering, having the right network, and then you know, something might happen that you're like, hey, actually, that's an opportunity I I didn't quite think of. And I'm going to be totally open to exploring that. That's cool. I like that. That's a good direction. And, you know, I like your space right now. You know, I've always I think one of my best business skills is I've always been good at picking white space and being able to figure it out and carve out a, a niche with inside spaces. Um, and I, I also think that space right now around more of the healthy stuff you're going 
like I come from fitness. I don't know if you knew that, but I brought a fitness franchise to Canada called Curves for Women. That was my first businesses. And it was a big national, international business. I had lots of books in the fitness industry. I, you know, I was just on TV. I had a big, I had a big business in that industry at one time. And um, if I was going to go back into that industry right now, I would heavily go back into uh, that vegan, healthy space for, for healthy healthiness. And because I hold a lot, of, I work out every morning at 6am and I'm, mm -hmm. I got, I'm quite built like, um, and a lot of the guys and girls, they say to me, I, I always like amazed that you don't eat meat. And they always ask me questions. Well, well what should I eat? Cause they want to cut out. What should I eat? What should I eat more healthy? What do you do? So I know that I could have a big business right there. Just moving that. Yeah. And I think there is a lot of space, a lot of good space white space in that area where you're going. Um, so I think you can take a lot of market share done properly. So I think you're going in the right direction. Thank you. And I love that name curves for women. Cause I think, you know, it's a much as about the mental health as the physical health. It's not just about working out to get thin or lose weight or I'm going to eat to lose weight. You know, we should yeah. be eating and exercising for health. Um, and letting them support each other, not killing ourselves through either of them because we're trying to yeah. fit a certain ideal. It's just, yeah, one of the reasons, again, I do what I do because, I, you know, it, there's so much toxicity um, in a lot of the messages that we're given in, in the fitness and food industries. It's so true. So where can everybody find you at? Uh, websites, social medias, anything like that? Yeah, so um, I think, well, some of it get written underneath this as well uh you can put the, the links in but um you can join my facebook group which is called how to go plant-based um anyone is welcome even if you just want to get curious about um getting healthier but i talk a lot about how to get great gut health how to up your energy levels how to eat balanced meals um as well as the best plant-based food and recipes that are really going to help you help um, and also it includes brownies and cake because got to eat brownies and cake. Um, so you can find me uh, through that. You can also follow me on Instagram, Energize and Thrive Plant Based. Um, Energize is spelled with an S, by the way, <laughs> the uh, the English way. And if you are interested in what I do, if you go to me through any of those, uh, pop me a DM. Um, and, you know, if you want to chat more about some of the services that I offer um, and just for me to find out a bit more about you and your health issues, what you're going through, where you'd love to be um, and see if I can support you more. Uh, let's have that chat as well. Awesome. Well, everybody go check her out. She's doing good things. She's in it for the right reasons. And thank you so much for being on this uh, podcast today. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed speaking to you and um, your backstory is fascinating as well. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you so much. Take care, Thank everybody. You. Go out there and with compassion. Thanks. Talk soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>